Heather, guten Morgen, yeah. We are hot on the trail of the fucking Trump going to the fucking jail. See what Miles Touch is uh, doing. Live GOP complete corruption continues to be exposed. Majority 54. Motherfuckers. I can't believe it. Ladies, if you're not shopping on Timor and Oh, it's between pharma and, you know, um, Medic Medicaid purchasers. They would say, uh, uh Corruption. And you, what have you done? What have you done, fuckers? Bob and, and, and James. Like, they would name two lobbyists. And then they would say, like, who was on the opposite side, right? And then I would, I would watch legislators vote. Based on which of those two people were the okay. everyone is still asking, does it matter? We'll also discuss a federal court ruling that invalidated the FDA's approval of an abortion pill. Then we'll examine a growing GOP chorus calling for war with Mexico. You heard that right. Finally, we'll unpack the evolution Bro. of the term Soros fact and how it has come to mean anyone Sean. the extreme right doesn't like. This is Majority Angel. Robbie, how you doing? Hey, Jason. Uh, well, let me tell you a story. I, when I was a young buck about to enter my first year in law school, I went to the Supreme Court for the first and only time in my life, and Clarence. With. Said, throw Trump in jail. Call DOJ, tell them to stop dragging their ass. They're killing us with their inaction. Thomas, of all people, sat down with me and the group I, I was with. And at the time, I was like, you know what? I don't agree with a lot of what this guy has to say, but he sure is a nice guy. And one of the things I remember at the time was he was telling a story about he and his wife. He was like, I'm just a regular guy. And we just go around the country and we just like to mix. Move from office immediately.
you spoke and you know we have an RV and people don't know who I am and so uh, you know I get to basically go incognito and learn about the real America and I was like you know what maybe I had this Clarence Thomas guy all wrong uh, turns out no I had him right uh, <laughs> Now, post term limits, expand the courts. But it is, Robbie. His search for the real America, it just expanded. And yeah. he, he was so inquisitive and curious, he had to take it outside of America. I know, he's... he's... <laughs> Call Biden until uh, everybody called for all six justices who overturned Roe v. Wade to be moved from office. Tell Biden to demand resignations. They fucking lied. He's making me look like, I'm, you know, <laughs> like a disgraced person or something. Like what? Like so? The, the background here, I think everybody knows. basically the contours of this right now is that it's been revealed that for more than two decades he's been accepting luxury trips uh, virtually every year from what we can tell potentially even want, like more than every year from a dallas businessman named harlan crow which i'm kind of jealous jason that we didn't get to make up that name no, for our screenplay that we're writing um, yeah. but the this is a guy who makes two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars a year as a public servant and as I described, he's very fond of talking about how in touch he is with the American people and he his RV. Now he didn't disclose these which may be illegal. It's certainly Jason Wright is, is unethical. Can we all just agree on that? Yeah, I mean, does anybody think that the reason he didn't disclose them is just, oh, whoops. Like, I mean, yeah. he didn't disclose them because he's like, can I figure out a way to not disclose this? Right. <laughs> like, which right. is what you do when you're like, I don't know if this is okay. And right. In fact, this is probably not okay. And so, yeah, that's there is doing. There is a law involved here, which is the 1970. Government Act, which uh, applies to justices apparently, where they must file a financial disclosure each year that lists gifts of more than $450, $415 in advance uh, of even an appearance of impropriety. Now, there's a whole separation of powers issue here, whether Congress really can legislate that, and 
unfortunately, if there were such a question about such a lot, it would go right to the very people that we're trying to hold accountable, which is just a flaw in our democratic system, I would say, is that there's nobody to police these people. Uh, and, you know, what, what I find fascinating, we've talked about this on the podcast before when we talked about the Ginny Thomas revelations, is that lower court justices, state court justices, district court judge, justices, magistrate judges around this the country, this is boring, man. Donald Trump's way latest lie on Tucker Carlson show is just so absurd, and I think it's going to backfire. Trump blows up his own legal argument during disaster of Tucker Carlson. In a sense, uh, they signed me in. And I'll tell you, people were crying. People that work there, professionally work there, that have no problems putting in murderers and they see everybody. It's a tough, tough place. And they were crying. They were actually crying. They said, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, aside from that not being true at all, Trump and his attorneys are currently trying to get his trial moved from Manhattan to Staten Island so that he can get what they think is a more favorable jury. But this clip flies in the face of their entire legal argument. And why does every member of the Trump family make up these weird fake stories? I was on a plane. I was on a commercial flight when, when this whole indictment broke. People were coming up to me, giving me hugs. Very strange people. Donald Trump's latest lie on Tucker Carlson show is just so absurd, and I think it's going to backfire big time. When I went to the courthouse, which is also a prison, in a sense, uh, they signed me in. Okay. Once upon a time in Kemet, a prince was born, but got his hatred predicted his doom. He would meet his end at the jaws of a snake, crocodile, or dog. The king did everything in his power to keep his son safe, but eventually, the prince received a young hound as a pet. As the prince grew up, he developed a bond with his loyal dog and decided to venture on a journey to the Near East. There, he competed for the hand of the daughter of the King of Naharin, hiding his true identity as the crown prince of Egypt. After winning the competition, he married the princess, and she soon learned of his doomed fate. She became fiercely protective of him. When a snake appeared, she killed it. But the prince's fate caught up with him when his hound claimed to be his fate, and to escape his destiny, he fled into a lake only to be seized by a crocodile. However, the crocodile released him, leaving the hound to be his ultimate fate. The tale ends here, with conflicting interpretations of whether the prince survived or not. Although the end remains uncertain, the story of the doomed prince sheds light on the concept of fate in Kemet, where fate wasn't absolute, but could be shaped by one's actions, qualities, and devotion to our book. Once upon a time in Kemet, a prince was born, but got his hatred predicted his doom. He would meet his end at the jaws of a snake, crocodile, or dog. The king did everything crocodile. in his power to keep his yeah. son safe, but eventually, the prince received a young hound as a pet. As the prince grew up, he developed a bond with his loyal dog, and decided to venture on a journey to the Near East. There, he competed for the hand of the daughter of the king of Naharin, hiding his true identity as the crown prince of Egypt. After winning the competition, he married the princess, and she soon learned of his doomed fate. She became fiercely protective of him. When a snake appeared, she killed it. But the prince's fate caught up with him when his hound claimed to be his fate, and to escape his destiny, he fled into a lake only to be seized by a crocodile. However, the crocodile released him, leaving the hound to be his ultimate fate. The tale ends here, with conflicting interpretations of whether the prince survived or not. Although the end remains uncertain, the story of the doomed prince sheds light on the concept of fate in Kemet, where fate wasn't absolute, but could be shaped by one's actions, qualities, and devotion to our once upon a time mm. in Kemet, a prince was born, but got his hatred predicted his doom. He would meet his end at the... Donald Trump's latest lie on Tucker Carlson show is just so absurd. Okay. Alright, let's go to Minus Touch and, uh, no, he's boring.
Majority 54. I don't know, I just find it kind of boring. Cosmos Desperate Motion Yet as Trial Looms one hour ago. Hi everyone, Mark Barden here at Sandy Hook Promise. On December 14, 2012. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. E. Jean Carroll's civil rape and defamation case yeah. against Donald uh -huh. Trump is set to go to trial on April 25th, Man. 2023. So we are on the eve of trial. And predictably, what does Donald Trump Man. do when we are on the eve of trial? Well, late Try Tuesday it. night, his lawyer, Joe Takapina, filed a letter brief requesting a four-week delay of the trial and Joe Takapina claimed in his letter brief that the reason for the delay was the need for a quote cooling off period based on quote the carnival like atmosphere end quote in connection with Donald Trump's criminal arraignment I think there is zero chance that judge Lewis Kaplan the federal judge presiding over this case is going to grant this motion to delay. Judge Lewis Kaplan, the federal judge from the Southern District of New York, is very well aware of Donald Trump's delay tactics. He's commented about Donald Trump's delay tactics uh, before in other orders. Very recently, the federal judge, Lewis Kaplan, uh, made an order, um, again affirming a prior order, uh, making sure that there would be anonymous jury selection and anonymous jurors who are ultimately selected um, to ultimately make the final findings in this case, citing Donald Trump's behavior of threatening the Manhattan District Attorney and threatening prosecutors and threatening uh, judges. And Judge Lewis Kaplan is a no-nonsense judge, and I think that he was aware that Donald Trump would try to engage in delay tactics like this. Of course, Donald Trump, for his part, takes no responsibility for the carnival-like atmosphere associated with his criminal arraignment. He fully blames, in this letter brief that he filed, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office for creating the carnival-like atmosphere. I think we can very much expect uh, e. Jean Carroll's lawyers to point out that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office actually offered Donald Trump a very low-profile arraignment. They offered for him to do it by Zoom. Donald Trump said he wanted to show up. He wanted the stunt. Then he proceeded to make all of these very dangerous posts on his social media platform, calling on his cult followers to take back the country, calling Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, a Soros-backed animal, attacking the judge presiding over the case and, and the judge's daughter, that's Judge Juan Rashawn, who presides over uh, the criminal case and other conduct like Donald Trump posting photos of himself with a baseball bat looking like he was going to bludgeon the Manhattan District yeah. Attorney's Office. I want to show you now this very Fucking frivolous cowards. letter brief motion that was filed by Donald Trump's lawyer, Joe Takapina. It was filed again late uh, Tuesday evening on the electronic filing system. And this is what the letter says. It says, Dear Judge Kaplan, on behalf of Donald Trump, we write to request a four-week adjournment of the uh, April 25th, 2023 trial date. As set forth more fully chance. below, Trump's right to a fair Bias. trial depends upon a brief, quote, cooling-off period between the trial of this matter and the recent deluge of prejudicial media coverage concerning
concerning his unprecedented criminal indictment and arraignment in Manhattan, as this court is aware. History was made on March 30, 2023, when a former United States president was indicted for the first time. Five days later, on April 4, 2023, Trump was arraigned in a courthouse just steps from where the trial of this case will be held amidst a carnival atmosphere with hundreds of demonstrators and reporters. Wasn't Holding the trial of this case a mere three weeks Nobody after these historic up. events will guarantee Sport that many, him. if not most, prospective jurors will have the... Nobody showed up to support you, motherfucker. Haha. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Gotta respond to uh, my friend. Uh, hmm. Get back to the show. I said, oh, yeah, got the goose eggs. Whoop. Most desperate motion yet as trial looms. Do you or a loved one suffer from Thanks for 113K, by the way. We're hot in the trial of Trump going to fucking jail. Immaculate degenerate. Requesting a four week delay of the trial. And Joe Takapina claimed uh, in his letter brief that the reason penis. for the delay was the need for a quote, cooling off period based on quote the carnival like atmosphere end quote in connection with donald trump's criminal arraignment i think there is zero chance that judge lewis kaplan the federal judge judge presiding over this case is going to grant this motion to delay judge lewis kaplan the federal judge from the southern district of new york is very well aware of donald trump's delay tactics he's commented about donald trump's delay tactics uh, before in other orders very recently the federal judge lewis kaplan uh, made an order um, again affirming a prior order uh, making sure that there would be anonymous jury selection and anonymous jurors who are ultimately selected um, to ultimately make the final findings in this case, citing Donald Trump's behavior of threatening the Manhattan District Attorney and threatening prosecutors and threatening uh, judges. And Judge Lewis Kaplan is a no-nonsense judge, and I think that he was aware that Donald Trump would try to engage in delay tactics like this. Of course, Donald Trump, for his part, takes no responsibility for the carnival-like atmosphere associated with his criminal arraignment. He fully blames in this letter brief that he filed the Manhattan District Attorney's Office for creating the carnival-like atmosphere. I think we can very much expect 
uh, E.G. Carroll's lawyers to point out that the Manhattan District Attorney's Office actually offered Donald Trump a very low-profile arraignment. They offered for him to do it by Zoom. Donald Trump said he wanted to show up. He wanted the stunt. Then he proceeded to make all of these very dangerous posts on his social media platform, calling on his cult followers to take back the country, calling Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, a Soros-backed animal, attacking the judge presiding over the case and the judge's daughter, that's Judge Juan Mershon, who presides over uh, the criminal case and other conduct like Donald Trump posting photos of himself with a baseball bat looking like he was going to bludgeon the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. I want to show you now this very frivolous letter brief motion that was filed by Donald Trump's lawyer, Joe Takapina. It was filed again late uh, Tuesday evening on the electronic filing system. And this is what the letter says. It says, Dear Judge Kaplan, on behalf of Donald Trump, we write to request a four-week adjournment of the April 25th, 2023 trial date. As set forth more fully below, Trump's right to a fair trial depends upon a brief, quote, cooling off period between the trial of this matter and the recent deluge of prejudicial media coverage concerning his unprecedented criminal indictment and arraignment in Manhattan. As this court is aware, history was made on March 30, 2023, when a former United States president was indicted for the first time. Five days later, on April 4, 2023, Trump was arraigned in a courthouse just steps from where the trial of this case will be held amidst a carnival atmosphere with hundreds of demonstrators and reporters. Holding the trial of this case a mere three weeks after these historic events will guarantee that many, if not most, prospective jurors will have the criminal allegations top of mind when judging Trump's defense against Ms. Carroll's allegations. That is a predictable consequence of the wall-to-wall -wall media coverage of the criminal case, the unsealing of the indictment, and Trump's arraignment on April 4, 2023 were accompanied by coverage on all television networks and resulted in at least 60,000 day of news stories. As will be set forth more fully in Trump's forthcoming motion for a juror questionnaire, the coverage was remarkable for its volume and incitement of animus towards Trump among the veneer. So he's blaming the Manhattan District Attorney for inciting animus against Trump for prospective jurors here. Look, Judge Lewis Kaplan is not going to take kindly to such a frivolous allegation like that when it was Donald Trump who was the one posting these despicable images of him brandishing a baseball bat looking like he would be bludgeoning Alvin Bragg in his photos. Goes on to say, Widely covered criminal charges against a civil litigant should raise urgent concerns over potential contamination of prospective jurors. That is true of the criminal charge at any time, but the threat of Trump's rights is particularly dire because the coverage of the indictment has repeated a salacious and false allegation, exactly what Miss Carroll alleges in this case. Jurors selected to hear Ms. Carroll's allegation against Trump will have the breathless coverage of Trump's alleged extra-marital affair with Story McDaniels still ringing in their ears 
the train goes forward as scheduled. To avoid this egregious violation of Trump's constitutional rights, the trial should be adjourned for a brief period to allow the media frenzy to receive it. And note there, Takapina is saying, Takapina is saying that um, Donald Trump never had any extramarital affair or never had sex with Stormy Daniels. That those this is what the letter said to do it by Zoom. Donald Trump said he wanted to show up. He wanted the stunt. Then he proceeded to make all of these very dangerous posts on his social media platform, calling on his cult followers to take back the country, calling Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, a Soros-backed animal, attacking the judge presiding over the case, and the judge's daughter, that's Judge Juan Mershon, who presides over uh, the criminal case and other conduct like Donald Trump posting photos of himself with a baseball bat looking like he was going to bludgeon the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. I want to show you now this very frivolous letter brief motion that was filed by Donald Trump's lawyer, Joe Takapina. It was filed again late uh, Tuesday evening on the electronic filing system. And this is what the letter says. It says, Dear Judge Kaplan, on behalf of Donald Trump, we write to request a four-week adjournment of the April 25th, 2023 trial date. As set forth more fully below, Trump's right to a fair trial depends upon a brief quote, cooling off period between the trial of this matter and the recent deluge of prejudicial media coverage concerning his unprecedented criminal indictment and arraignment in Manhattan, as this court is aware. History was made on March 30th, 2023, when a former United States president was indicted for the first time. Five days later, on April 4th, 2023, Trump was arraigned in a courthouse just steps from where the trial of this case will be held amidst a carnival atmosphere with hundreds of demonstrators and reporters. Holding the trial of this case a mere three weeks after these historic events will guarantee that many, if not most, prospective jurors will have the criminal allegations top of mind when judging Trump's defense against Ms. Carroll's allegations. That is a predictable consequence of the wall-to-wall media coverage of the criminal case, the unsealing of the indictment, and Trump's arraignment on April 4, 2023, were accompanied by coverage on all television networks and resulted in at least 60,000 day of news stories. As will be set forth more fully in Trump's forthcoming motion for a juror questionnaire, the coverage was remarkable for its volume and incitement of animus towards Trump among the veneer. So he's blaming the Manhattan District Attorney for inciting animus against Trump for prospective jurors here. Look, Judge Lewis Kaplan is not going to take kindly to such a frivolous allegation like that when it was Donald Trump who was the one posting these despicable images of him brandishing a baseball bat looking like he would be bludgeoning Alvin Bragg in these photos. Goes on to say, Widely covered criminal charges against a civil litigant should raise urgent concerns over potential contamination of prospective jurors. 
That is true of a criminal charge of any kind, but the threat of Trump's rights is particularly dire because the coverage of the indictment has repeated a salacious and false allegation, exactly what Ms. Carroll alleges in this case. Jurors selected to hear Ms. Carroll's allegation against Trump will have the breathless coverage of Trump's alleged extramarital affair with Story McDaniels still ringing in their ears if trial goes forward as scheduled. To avoid this egregious violation of Trump's constitutional rights, the trial should be adjourned for a brief period to allow the media frenzy to recede. And note there what Takapina is saying. Takapina is saying that um, Donald Trump never had any extramarital affair or never had sex with Stormy Daniels, that those allegations are false, and those are false allegations, he's saying, the same way that the allegations brought by E. Jean Carroll are false, and that the juror, that the, the prospective jury pool would be contaminated by Stormy Daniels' false allegations, thinking that those were true as it relates to E. Jean Carroll. Now, just think about that argument, and think about how that ultimately is going to backfire as well. Not only is this going to be rejected by the judge, I predict, but E. Jean Carroll's lawyers are going to maybe even cite this letter in their cross-examination of Donald Trump, and they're, I think they're certainly going to cite Donald Trump denying that he had an affair or had sex with Stormy Daniels. I already saw in the deposition transcript of Donald Trump and the deposition taken by E. Jean Carroll lawyers, they were asking him about all the other things that he thought were hoaxes. And he would go, Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 that climate change is a hoax. Anything that he just didn't like he said was a hoax, even when it was true. And now Donald Trump saying he never had sex with Stormy Daniels when he absolutely did is more evidence that he just simply lies about everything the same way he is lying here about E. Jean Carroll. But that's what Trump's lawyer here is claiming um, is prejudicial. Um, the letter goes on to say, to be sure, Trump is persistently a subject of media coverage. But the present situation is unique because, as stated above, the recent coverage pertains to alleged sexual misconduct, the same issue at the heart of this litigation. It is also unique because the volume of coverage surged upon Trump's recent indictment and arraignment. Over the last month, media coverage related to Trump spiked over 200%, with at least 211,000 articles referencing Trump's criminal indictment. It then goes on to basically say the there has been more media coverage here than before. Then, the, then they try to cite this law. They go to arbitrarily deny a continuance and thus substantially impair the defense would be an abuse of discretion. In other words, they're kind of threatening the judge. If you don't grant this delay, the Court of Appeals is going to overrule you, which is just completely false. Um, the letter goes on to say, in exercising its discretion in deciding on an enjoyment request, a district court must determine whether a continuance is, quote, consistent with the ends of justice. Here, an adjournment is not merely consistent with justice. It is required by justice and Trump's right to an impartial jury. That's just completely and utterly false. The, the law they cite is accurate, but its application to these facts is absolutely not. Um, it goes on to say, the Constitution 
Constitution guarantees both criminal and civil litigants a right to an impartial jury. Courts have long acknowledged that pretrial publicity can taint a jury pool by exposing it to inadmissible allegations and evidence. And then it goes on to cite law that says that. And I want you to think about this for a second. You have Joe Takapina. Joe Takapina was on the news and has been on the news like every single weekend and almost every day. We've covered his appearances here on the Midas Touch Taco Network. Penis. And so now he is blaming what his own press appearances as creating um, extrajudicial pretrial publicity that People is now going to potentially taint the jury pool. Like, does Joe Takapina not realize that? Um, e. Jean Carroll's lawyers are going to be citing and showing all of the times that he appeared and gave these interviews, and he was one of the main people who fueled, you want to call it a carnival-like atmosphere. That's why him writing this is almost certainly um, going to backfire. And then they, then they go on to say, there's no case where these concerns are more pressing than this one, where the veneer has been blanketed with coverage of the criminal case against Trump. You're the one blanketing the jury pool. You're the one on TV. You're the one on Meet the Press. You're the one on ABC. You're the one on all of these channels giving these absurd interviews. The one where you took Ari Melberg's paper away from him. Everyone gets solar if it doesn't cost anything. It's not because of lack of sunlight, right, low credit scores, or the direct paper away from them. Uh, it goes on to say, the relief Trump seeks a brief adjournment to allow a cooling off period is modest relative to the significant, the significant prejudice created by the pretrial publicity. The Supreme Court of the United States has instructed that the passage of time can mitigate prejudice from pretrial publicity. This court and other district courts have also acknowledged this common sense principle. And it goes on to say in the last page, the next deadline in the criminal case that is likely to generate significant coverage will not occur until August 8, 2023. Late May, therefore, marks the beginning of a two-month window during which this case can be heard by a jury far more likely to be impartial than the one recently inundated with prejudicial media coverage of the criminal case against Trump. Now, watch, listen to this last paragraph and read this. Trump can only receive a fair trial in a calmer media environment than the one created by the New York County District Attorney. A short postponement of the trial will allow the recent surge in media coverage to subside and increase the likelihood that Fucking Trump cowards. receives a fair trial. We therefore respectfully request the court adjourn trial set for <laughs> April 25th, 2023 to a date not earlier than May 23rd, 2023. Uh. Signed, Joe Takapina <laughs> and also Alina Haba is a signatory as well. And just read that last sentence one more time. Last paragraph, rather. Trump can only receive a fair trial in a common media environment um, than the one created by the New York County District well, Attorney. So one created by the threats, New York County District Attorney. Like, we realize that. You realize you're the one posting all of these um, dangerous, dangerous posts on your social media platform. You're the one creating the circus-like environment. That's why I, I do not think the judge is going to grant this continue.
I expect there to be even a scathing order uh, in response to uh, this request uh, that's being made right here. And I'll just say this too, you know, the, the judge is on to Donald Trump. I mean, in the recent order where the judge affirmed a prior ruling um, requiring anonymous jurors, um, the court said, the likelihood of difficulty since the court made these previous findings about the need for anonymous juries has only increased. That is so in view of Trump's public statements characterized by the media as attacks against the New York State judge presiding over the recently filed New York State criminal case against Trump and threats reportedly then made presumably by Mr. Trump's supporters against that judge and members of his family. Nevertheless, despite never having objected to the use of a fully anonymous jury and despite ample opportunity to do so, both parties seek to raise the subject of an anonymous jury now for the first for the first time, and the court ultimately denies that relief, citing Donald Trump's dangers and citing the court's previous order that basically says, as this properly may be viewed in the context of Trump's many statements regarding individual judges, the judiciary in general, and other public officials, as well as what reports have characterized as violent rhetoric by Donald Trump. And so I think we'll see the court deny this continuance request. Um, we should look for that order. You never know what's going to happen, but I think that's what the data um, suggests. But again, a frivolous motion. And, and I'll make this final point. Like, do you truly believe that Donald Trump, after four weeks, is going to say, okay, I'm ready for trial now? No. He's going to try to come up with some other excuse now. Delay, delay, delay. Judge Lewis Kaplan has previously issued orders saying that Donald Trump at every stage of this process just tries to delay and come up with excuses. Um, and so I think we'll see an order denying this request by Trump as well. I'm Ben Micellas from the Midas Touch right. Network. Thank you for watching. Hit subscribe. Thanks, We're on our way to 1.5. Yes, you are. Two million. Give them two million. Go subscribe. <clears throat> Our members. Um, where do I join? Shine's channel. Members only polls. Four ninety nine a month to be a Midas Mighty starter. Members only polls. Midas Mighty enthusiast. Nine ninety nine a month. Um. I should become a Midas Mighty starter so I can get my. Uh, <clears throat> Um, I think I should, I'm going to join. Midas Touch membership. Subscribe. Five bucks a month. And it's backup payment settings. No thanks. Welcome. It's great to have you. See perks, new member badge, one thirty-six badge. See perks, uh, members only pulls.
perks info, member for zero days, mighty started while. Thank you so much for sorting for the Mighty Touch Network. This community would not be possible without your support. We are honored to be building something truly unique. Um, <clears throat> In deeds. Uh, peacock. One million. On my podcast, hashtag politics AF. Question mark. I cover everything that you post. Smile. Um, I cover Midas Touch, Midas Touch, everything that's And Hey guys, I'm, I said, hey guys, I'm both member and producer indeed. When you guys hit 1 million, I got 100K on my podcast, Politics AF. Could I please join the Midas Tech Net Network as an affiliate podcast? I cover everything you post. And award-winning comedian, Oxford Berkeley scholar and political scientist. take a picture of that I'm gonna I'm gonna edit out everything oh shit that doesn't work too well okay take a picture of that I'm gonna edit out the black stuff and other text so I'm distracting and then I'm gonna fucking tweet it private in a private message to direct message to nice touch
Okay. <coughs> Him. All right. Um. Last ditch. That answer the question. Federal judge makes immediate demand to Trump's lawyers and major case. Ha 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 Three hours ago. Warning. If you do not get your $21,900 in health benefits this week, pay close attention because you might miss out on one of the biggest health insurance benefits of the year. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. Well, will he or won't he appear for his civil rape trial? That's the question posed to Donald Trump's lawyers just this week by Lewis Kaplan, federal judge, Southern District of New York, who is getting ready for the April 25th picking of a jury about E. Jean Carroll's civil rape and defamation case against the former president. That's what's on Lewis Kaplan, the judge's mind. That's what he wants to know. Now, remember, this is the same judge that on his own and without opposition of either party, either E. Jean Carroll's lawyers or even Donald Trump's lawyers, Haba and Takapina included, um, already made the decision that the jury is going to be anonymous, meaning the public, the media, and even the lawyers, except for the day of selection, are not going to get a list of the jury, of the jurors' names, so they can do any kind of investigation beforehand. That jury is going to be picked in one day, maybe a day and a half, primarily by the judge conducting the questioning of that jury. Now, let's put that aside for a minute. The other question the judge has is, is Donald Trump going to appear? Now, to be clear so that everybody understands, even though we call this a civil rape case, it's not a criminal case, as the name suggests. E. Jean Carroll took advantage, as she should have, by filing her case on the day that she was allowed to file it under a new law passed by the governor of New York and the legislature called the Adult Survivors Act, allowing adult survivors of allegations of sexual abuse and assault to file cases no matter when they happened. She alleges in her suit that it happened. She was raped in a dressing room in a department store across from Trump Tower in 1995 or 1996. She's allowed to file that lawsuit now. That's the civil rape component of it. The defamation is after Donald Trump was president, after he was president on his social media. He said he didn't know her. She was ugly, not his type, never happened. She's a hoax. She's a liar. That, if untrue, is defamation. And she's been damaged. So goes the argument. Now, because it's civil rape, civil anything, the the uh, defense in this case, Donald Trump, doesn't have to appear in court. His lawyers can appear every day for him, except for the day when he is subpoenaed to appear to give testimony. Other than that, he can literally phone it in or not phone it in at all. Now, what the impact on the jury is, it's a whole different ball of wax. The latest Midas Touch clips. Trump tries venue forum shopping to avoid rape trials. Right. Anyway. Um... I just wanted to, um... I wanted to take a moment to thank you, thank um, <clears throat> Eugene Carroll for bravery. 
Being fit is all about having the right genes. Fact or myth? Stop running on the treadmill every single day if you're trying to lose weight. Or I'm a that on his own and without Hold on. Hold on. Believe you. You diaper, diaper, don, diaper, don, diaper, don. Thank you, message to him. I'm gonna, um, <clears throat> Diaper Don's rape. Diaper Don's. I have to write it out every fucking time. Rape. Civil rape. Brave.
Kuiper Dons, um, <clears throat> Mother Jones, New York Times. Where's the opinion? Washington Post opinions. I just discovered or rediscovered the opinion. No. Because they'll, they never fucking. Not Fox News, that's a fucking waste of characters. They'll never, ever, 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 ever. I don't, know, I don't know what I was thinking, just out of, uh, you know, who knows, they might be the first corporate media um, entity to actually cover anything I say. So sometimes I send it to them, like Guardian Opinion. They, um, one of their journalists was following me. <clears throat> Occupy Democrats, how about Young Dems? 20 million, <clears throat> 20 million young Dems from America are going to be voting in the next elections. 20 million young people, 20, Trials, rape, trials, plural, that's how fucking evil this shithead is, tag people. Uh, comes up, eat, Jean Carroll, E, Jean Carroll, there we go. Eugene Carroll. National now. Mm. Ladies, women in the world, women who code. Uh, ladies, NWPC, I don't know. Lady Gaga, how about Lady Gaga? That'd be cool if she fucking showed up. Oh, Madonna, too. And if I put them both in there, maybe they'll compete with each other. <laughs> Occupy Democrats. Mm, oh yeah, what about uh, 
Progressive Caucus. Madonna, she won't do anything. I'll put Midas Touch. One with the blue check. Just in case. <clears throat> Alright. Ayo. Gonna crush diaper done. I'm gonna say, did you know that uh, there are more than one rape trials going on against? Uh, Not fewer, 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 fewer. I'm getting confused with the fewer Donald Jackass Trump. <laughs> okay. Hit <coughs> him. Right. Mm. What will Biden's Ireland tour achieve? One minute ago, I should go do some research and post my island tour, some uh, video from my island tour. It's a good idea, Trista. Okay, um, this is a minus touch, just, uh, okay. Prompts, prompt. New propaganda organization gets exposed six hours ago. That's what that's about. Okay. There's that stupid ad that, you know, Jamie Raskin did and wasted money for the Democrats. For the Nobody can hear it. Network. 
Network. Uh, I want to expose right now the right-wing propaganda machine and how it operates. Let's look at the anatomy of it, shall we? Yeah, Let's focus on a story that they were pushing on Tuesday. But basically, every day of the week, they drop one of these stories. So on Tuesday, an organization called America First Legal, sounds like an official legal organization, right? They put out this story. They also put out this public records request, which they sent to the National Archives, and this thread on social media on Twitter that said the following thread. Records obtained from our investigation into the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid further confirms that the FBI obtained access to these requests through a special access